Notification, this is RD37FM. We're now moving on to Alligators, transferred off the original master tape of XBM19. My holiday is rapidly coming to a conclusion. Sounds like he's coming back again. I'm back again. Uh-huh. You just closed the studio, mm -hmm. which squeaks like three low one does. Well, that's funny, though. It's funny when people burst in there, <laughs> when they, you know, you see the look on their face. <laughs> Say something. Yes. I'll just open my door, my studio door. But that studio is weak because you can't see all of the studio from the control booth. It's very bad because often they're talking and you don't know who they're talking to. Mm. Then they point in your direction and you can imagine them saying, This guy's useless. I wish they'd get him off the job and put somebody better on it. But you can, can't you listen into what they're saying when they're. You could, I suppose. You could patch around the thing, but it'd be a bit dicey. Because it'd be interesting to see if they say anything about you well, when there's a record on I mean, if we say things about them, how bad the mushroom has a hair and all sorts of things. Can that possibly go through? Not really. Mm. You often wonder how good people can lip-read in that job, because... But if you're sitting there kanging or sort of laughing about the mushroom, it's a bit <laughs> she obvious. must get suspicious sometimes. What is interesting <clears throat> is that... You've got, uh, you know, you've got, say, six hours at a time to sit and observe somebody, you know, they've got to really act as if there's nobody looking. Mm. And you can observe these people, and, you know, I don't know if you learn anything about it, but especially, you know, people like Cheese and all these, mm. it's interesting to see how they carry on. Cheese and... Cheese and Ken. Yeah. But uh, it is quite amazing. It is, I suppose, a good character study of these people. Um, but... Yeah, I suppose it's they often start to do things and they look up and realise there might be somebody looking. looking. I see. Mm. Or they, they just... Like getting an orange out of there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he obviously doesn't mind. No. Yeah, what were you, sorry, you were going to say something? Or they walk out, out of the field of view. For a moment. Then walk back in again. Oh, yes. Or often they walk out of what they think is a field of view. <laughs> But it is quite interesting. I suppose they can observe me as well, I suppose, when you think about it that way. But we yeah, suppose, Do you have more visitations, or does they? They have far people? more visitations. Mm. Depends. Often, see, we have visitations and have, have little gatherings in the booth. But the thing is, when they have visitations from people, yeah. you know that they probably would not be talking about you. Yeah. But if... Say the mushroom is sitting there, mm. and there's about three or four people in there, cacking themselves, laughing, and keeping on looking towards the mushroom. Yeah, she must get really annoyed because she probably thinks you're talking about her. Often, this is it. Often, she comes on and says, um, "Oh, what are you people laughing about? Or what's so funny in there?" And you say, "Oh, nothing, nothing." <laughs> That's right. And she goes, "Fume," <laughs> and her mushroom hair turns even redder than it is. Uh, look, it. I guess it was a shock when you first saw the look, mush. It was. Look. I was in there once. I thought, oh yes, we'll we'll see the mush. And in in walked this mush. So, so you, you, but you didn't know it was a mush. And I thought, oh yeah, who's this? This must be somebody who brings us a cup of tea. <laughs> 
and then she sat down and started to speak like a mush. So I thought, oh, well, isn't this incredible? Mm. People don't look like what they sound. You need a mental picture of what people look like. Mm. Mm. Mush. There's a fish on downstairs. I can hear the sub <coughs> subaudible bass notes as they're walking down the <laughs> corridor. It wouldn't be because you were on the shore. I don't think so. Look, I can make quite a bit of noise in this room and it doesn't get heard. What would they be up at this hour of the morning? Um, fish, the old deer never go to bed mm. much. I hope they don't turn on. Yes. Look, they often do listen. In the next morning you hear all about it. This is it. This is very bad indeed. <laughs> Probably the K's listen as well. <laughs> so if, if fish aren't listening, the K's next door tell them all about it anyway. That's right. And uh, Can we get their loudspeakers all night? Mm, this is it. <laughs> Quite incredible, really. Yes, it's, uh, it's very good indeed. A few regrets, but not many. Mm. It's the fish, mich fish missions. Yeah. Um, what else is further comments, Phil? Oh, yeah. Um, who else? Oh, Crackleys. They haven't been on for a while. But they're coming back again. Have you, have you ever been talking about somebody in your control booth and they've walked in? Oh, this often happens, yeah. <coughs> We're often... Because a lot of those people who do announcements are rather conceited, I get the impression. Some of them are, yes. Mm. And you think they probably get rather nasty if... Well... <laughs> particularly... You say you're talking about the E, because he seems to be the most unpopular, apart from the Mars bar. Yeah. The most unpopular <laughs> announcer there. He isn't very popular at all. There's one chap who who was in the... Um, the you know, the lunchroom saying how bad he wish he'd get off he's such a pain and who's who's at his locker obviously he heard everything but he didn't say anything this bloke looks at me <laughs> uh, was it the same bloke put the age across the... no it wasn't actually that must have been hilarious <laughs> yes yes it would have been quite funny What if you refused to talk to him? Could he throw you off? He does. He throws you off. He's got to have, he's got to have repertoire. Otherwise, he, he gets upset. You know, like when he he's talking midstream, you and you're he's obviously listening to you on an intercom. He says, "Oh, how's the weather out there from mm. the other room?" And if you just said nothing, just looked at him. Well, the thing is, he'd turn around and spew or something. You've got to, when he's talking on air, you've got to look and act. As if you Accordingly. Think everything's funny if he makes a joke and all this sort of... This is it. What's hilarious, <laughs> a, a certain amateur who... I don't think he used to frequent Span, but he, he doesn't. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> when he's in there, he's, you're talking to him about, you know, amateur radio or something. Oh, then, yes, then the yes, Then the E comes on, <laughs> and he, he has to look at the E, but he's listening to what you're saying, and because when the E says something funny, he sort of, you know, uh, makes... As if he's having <laughs> laughing looks, <laughs> then then the E might ask him a question. He either nods his head or shakes his head. Then mm. then you know the E says something really smart, and he's got to you know, nod his head and sort of thing. And then when the E goes, just plays a, a chord. Well, he, he can look away. Then you see. But I've been in there, and he, I've been talking to someone, and the E says, "Stop talking to that bloke. Pay attention to me. What do you think you're paid for?" And all this, these sort of carry-ons. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's over. 
over actually uh, over the missions. Mm. So it's quite interesting. Oh, on the air? Yeah, on oh. the oh, yeah. See, what, what's bad is that if certain people in charge are listening, they hear the eek say that, and they think, well, this operator's obviously up, you know, not even there or paying no attention at all. So you've got to run down the corridor <laughs> away before the Mars bar walks around the corner, before he walks in and goes, what the hell is going on? I don't think the Mars bar could care less about that particular... He might get teams. From fish, a silver. Do you realize it hasn't done that for a while? No, it hasn't. So don't make it start. Anyway, it's quite hilarious, these people, the way they carry on. It must be. You, you look at them. I was thinking of taking the, the, a movie camera or something mm. disclosed in a shoebox. <laughs> and you could, you could sell these, these movies of your favourite. The truth and all this. Yeah. It's got a lot of different cover. Action photos of somebody. Yes. It'd be quite hilarious. Well, I'm sure they wouldn't need very many action photos. They probably have heard enough from that place anyway. Yeah. They'd know all about it. All the morning. Seems to be restricted to the announcing stuff. Big of Seems to be restricted to the announcing stuff. That ailment. Announcing or... Announcing, yes. Or certain effects. <laughs> and, and effects. So... From what I've heard. They're the ones that have the infliction, usually. <laughs> Well, not all of them, I can't, you know. There are mm. plenty who don't have it at all. Now he's gone off. I don't know why that happened. Oh, because you know it's going to happen now. Just <laughs> because <laughs> I went off. Your motorboat noise? Hang on, I have to get rid of that. It's gone. No, it hasn't. It's gone. Yes. The E. The big E. Yeah, it's quite interesting, it's that really, isn't it? being called a big E. Yeah. What on earth? Two. Who was that? Good grief. Somebody else is giving things. It's probably Brian. He wouldn't know what my phone number was. No, I, he just, I just gave it to, to him, though. No, you didn't. Oh, that was somebody else's. Was somebody else's. Oh, yeah. Now, who could... Who on earth would do it at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Look, there are idiots around. Hmm. I think just ignore them. Complete ignore. Let's talk about wrecking. I mean, the phone. Hmm. <laughs> mm. no, it's quite interesting studying people's character. I could write a character character analysis on all the people. You could call it from the control booth. Hmm. From the, from the booth. From the diary. Yes. It's bad being in a booth eight hours a day or near that. It's a nice. It's a good job. You can sit there and read your magazines and newspapers all day long. True. You can listen Drink to... coffee, listen to all these programs in high, low fidelity. Boom. No, no, no treble. I mean, no treble, no bass, just mids. You can listen to John ACA. He's the only one who comes through mm. in the city. It's such a good job. It's all nice and cool. Oh, it is cool. It's a hot day and warm and a cold day. Mm. But there's one major problem. What? When the cricket's on, it's a drag. Yes, that's true. <clears throat> you usually turn that down, don't you? Yes. Well, like last night, I had the missions completely down, and I was listening to something else. So it was quite good, in what, fact. What was the missions last night? Oh, some just jazz all night, uh, it was. We, with, first of all, we had... Child, <laughs> the curtain. First of all, we had jazz on Friday night. Uh. Then we had tempo of the times. <laughs> Then we had music to midnight. 
Well, I wouldn't mind those jazz programs. Said they're all this boring modern stuff. Look. Well, they just have a bass and a piano, and they just sit there and plonk away, and they really don't know what they're doing. Look, it's not even tunes. Mm. It's not like, you know, Stefan Grappelli or something like that. That's quite good sometimes. Mm. But this jazz they have isn't... Well, it's not my idea of jazz. And they have it all night. I mean, it's a complete... Hopefully with FM they might change their programming and have mm. more have that reserved for personality type. And now get bored to death with me till mid with music till midnight. Look, he's even got a bored voice. I know, he sounds complete and he plays that same tune at the beginning. The same slow There's boring. a reason for that tune, of course. What's it let me think what's it called? What are you doing? Doing the rest of your life. Of your life. Boop, boop. Oh I see, he's one of those. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. What the fuck's crackling noise? But anyway... Why, why is there a reason for this? Well, no, a reason for playing a tune at various times. Why well, it's a long tune. Uh, well, it's at 10.15, he's got to get the regionals back right, on. That's right, yeah. So he says, and we welcome back that's our right. regional listeners. It's the same words every night. So it's as bad as the Wallace Institute broadcast. It is. This is... Oh, how did Lindsay go today? They could play the same program three times each week, and probably, because so, so few listen to it, and even those that do wouldn't have it up loud, yeah. hardly the kind of music you listen to, but it's they only, probably wouldn't even know that it was a, a repeat. It's only the captive audience who've got to listen to it all the time. <clears throat> relax with me. I don't and know which one is worse, music to midnight or relax with me. Uh, relax with me. Poor. Music to midnight's got a good theme. Mm. But you hear... We'd like to, and welcome again to another Music to Midnight with Ian Hill. <gasps> uh. You might hear him get asleep. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you hear snore, snore. Oh, oh, it's finished. Oh, oh uh, how good that was. Uh, oh, I can hardly read the label. How did Lindsay's broadcast go good today? No, it wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> he had a few problems. Apparently the engineer didn't turn up or something. That's right. And it all went wrong. On the day his engineer didn't turn up. Mm. So the broadcast didn't. What time did it come on and what time did it finish? It came at 10.30, finished about 10 to 11. Mm. It's a bit much having only one person doing it. Well, quite often you don't need more than one except when things go wrong. I suppose that's the whole point of having an engineer. Yeah, because things went wrong today. That's right. They certainly did. Hmm. Stefan Grappelli. Actually, I can't stand that stuff at all, that Grappelli type of garbage. Oh, yes. It's real pain. Oh. Hang on. Who is this? Oh, it stopped. Stopped again. Again? Oh, it's coming from your end. Oh, no, I no, see. it's not. No, my phone, when I move it, it makes a noise here. Mm. It doesn't quite hang up. It's got a loose connection inside the phone. I'll shake the phone. See it. Oh, you know what happened near Gardner Station? No. Apparently, last week, mm. a tram became derailed. You know, at the level crossing. Yeah. The tram became derailed. Apparently, it gouged a hole in the road where it came off. Yeah. And it turned around so it was diagonally across the, the crossing. I read of that too, yeah. And it didn't turn right around, it could have gone whizzing up the railway line because they had more voltage. <laughs> and you could have seen tram whizzing along at 50 miles an hour. <laughs> it's panograph could have jammed the tra train things and gone up the That's wrong right. track at 90. 
and all its lights would have blown in the, inside the tram. You should have been one of those ones with all the fluorescent lights stuck all over it and things. <laughs> you see this really bright, it's just travelling along Burke Road. With <laughs> usual brightness and usual speed. And all of a sudden it hits the train wires. You see it go... <laughs> you see all the lights go up to about 20 times the brilliance. <laughs> You can imagine the surprise all these people expected a train to come along and they see this tram roll up. <coughs> Bit of a laugh. And the little man's in his thing going ding 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 ding. His little booth. And the Peter they look you see them sometimes, they try to listen to the races <laughs> in there and there must be so much fear and it just wouldn't you know because if you try and listen to a radio in a tram it's hopeless. Yeah. Complete fear you know, it's quite interesting, really, isn't it? If they could have um, tra tram going up a train, are they the same width of lines? What would be <coughs> hilarious is a, a red train going down to Glen Huntley Road. <laughs> you could put special tracks on it, mm. so it goes past your house, and you could say, "Oh, it sounds like a train's going to go pretty close by here." Well, I can hear the diesel trains when they go. Down, you can you? hear them shunting up near Corville yeah. Station on a clear night. On a clear night. You can. Mm. you can hear the steam train. They have that special steam train too. Yes, it doesn't seem to go by that often these days. Yeah. But you, st you can see the steam, the smoke yeah. on the horizon. Mm. You can hear this... And the train comes. <clears throat> train comes too, yeah. Oh, you know Trains that, may come. You know Trains that, may go. You know that... Um, Cross band we did with when this was at your place. Yeah, <laughs> it's been erased. Oh. You know how this didn't even get a repeat. It didn't. I was most upset didn't about get, that. Didn't get a repeat black and white program. Because you know how you, you were saying these quarters, it's easy to record in stereo. Mm. It happened. It did. Mm. I see. So it was a nuisance factor. An annoyance. Mm. And it was quite a good one, because he was there in his 10,000 jumpers and he didn't want to come here because he said my room was too cold. My missions department. He rang up this afternoon and said he does not wear jumpers all the time. Oh, and only when it's hot. <laughs> what else did he have in his... Well, you wear a short sleeve shirt when it's about 10 degrees outside. I'm standing there freezing to death. Yeah. You're standing there in a short sleeve shirt. Not caring less. Well, this is, it, it saves a lot on heating. Do you know... <laughs> what do you mean it saves a lot on heating? <laughs> well, they don't need to have any heat. I yeah, don't have to... it's only yourself heating yourself, if you wear a jumper. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't need to have a fire on in the oh, winter see, much. Yes. Unless it's very, very cold. I did get... No, I must admit, I, electric blankets and things, I just... I, I don't like them. Look, I had an electric blanket once, and I kept getting these flues, so I threw it off. Flu? Flu, yeah. Oh, from a chill or something silly. Oh, something silly thing like that. Mm. Anyway, uh, that was very good indeed. Some regrets. But uh, what have, how's his life been progressing? I think he, he says he's got it almost to the point of perfection now. The, the, so he might leave it in abeyance and concentrate on another thing. And he said he does a lot of missions on light beams. And apparently they work exceptionally well. So we should really get in this light beam business. 160 metres isn't good enough anymore. It isn't. Because you get feedback. At least you wouldn't get feedback on light beams except if you put the microphone in front of the light. Well, maybe we might get a light reflecting off the wall back onto the microphone that might cause feedback. Hmm? Hmm. 
it might get into an air gap in the diaphragm of the microphone. Yes. Cause feedback. Yes, it could well do. Oh, of course, Lindsay's got a colour seeders now. Ooh. You heard all about that, did you? Not from Lindsay. Mm. It is his fish seeders. Mm -hmm. And does it work quite well? Yes, very good indeed. Is it, uh, what sort is it? Rank arena. So it's really better quality one than yours. Mm, no, well, well no, they I would don't think it is actually. They would have a better receiver though. Oh, uh, well, because it's twenty-six inch. Yeah, what's well, the main thing? Yeah, yeah that's right. I mean, it makes it good being able to look at a reasonable size screen. I don't know whether we'll get one. I mean, well, you probably will eventually. I should imagine what'll happen. I'll come home one day and the fish has got a receivers, but then it'll be bad for missions. Doesn't make it worse. Hang on, actually, I don't think I will because let's say. Quite a bit of interest has been taken in the FM service, oh, so yeah. probably a lot more time will be taken up listening to that. I hope so. The devil will get us. Nice. Here we go. So it was you. No, no, I'm just playing with my dial. Because often when these things come, you don't hear me at all. That's true. I think it's it's somebody else with so rather Would you unfortunate. Have a monkey to sit down. So no. A monkey to sit outside and give things. I mean, a monkey has the intelligence to give tings, which doesn't say much for the intelligence of people that give tings. <laughs> yes, I see all the... No, yes. It doesn't have to say much for my intelligence either, because mm. I now realise what you're doing. You're turning off the microphone, then giving the tings. Ah, oh, rubbish foot. <laughs> I was wondering why it was suddenly quiet then. Oh. Now I realise what has been going on. Are you going to come on the coffee break tomorrow? No. I won't be because I'll probably be in bed. No, I'm not going to come on the coffee break tomorrow. I have no particular reason to, so I won't. It's good to listen to, but not to join in to. Yeah, it's more interesting just to listen. Because you can't think of things to say. I mean, I, you can't think about well, what I, it was I like before the World War well, and all this sort of thing. I don't plant magnolia trees. Oh, yes. As a dug up by the people putting in the new sewer mains. Oh, yes. And they also don't have a load of locks, I mean a load of rocks, being put in the rock garden next door for rock festival. That's right. You don't take enough interest in your local area to go and give gossip in the morning about it. <laughs> I also don't work in the HF bands that I could tell everybody about. Oh yes, last night. On X on 80 metres that's that right. Worked last I night. worked so and so, I haven't worked him since 1942. And all these people, it's amazing, isn't it? And, you know, they, they they work people I haven't worked, you know, since before the war. It sounds incredible. Hmm. Well, you haven't been to a t t tour of Tasmania recently? No. That's right, I haven't. So I'll go and tell everybody about the earthquake that happened four million years ago. Yeah. Whatever it was. It sounded interesting. I didn't hear it all. Like. It was quite interesting, yes. I heard him when he was before he went. Mm. So he was obviously quite interested in going. It was Murray, wasn't it? Murray, yes. Righto. Murray, well, ha righto, not the same What's one. Happened though. to the original one? He just never comes on anymore. Automatic volume, AVO. Mm. Don't know what's happened here. I never heard him on here. Automatic. Automatic. Voice. Voice oscillator. I knew he had his picture. Uh, he had his picture in the AR. Mm -hmm. Sitting at his panel. Mm-hmm. Right, his nice tidy desk. Yes. What you could do, you could have a cardboard pan, cardboard shack, so when the silver comes to check it, it looks all okay. Like in Myers, 
if you ever go to look at bookshelves in Myers, mm. you have a look at the books on the shelves, you get up close to them and you see they're just cardboard. <laughs> cardboard cut out of books. Oh, we didn't have the bink. Yeah, that's very good if you could do something like that. Bink is the name of a teacher who threatened to cut down Agar's tenors. Bink, how come? Binky. How come he's going to cut down his tenors? Well, he just lives almost opposite Agar. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about Agar one day. To him, he said, Oh, so that's who's been causing all the fearance in this area. Well, I'll have to go along there one day with a pair of scissors and cut down his tenors. It was just an idle threat. No, yes. Well, actually, it's pro- it, of course, your microphone makes a click when it comes it's, back it's on. It's probably the branch who's causing the fear. It could be. It could well be. How's that 3CR thing? They're getting fear from the branch. Can I imagine they, yes. when the first night they come on, you hear... Beep. BK3. CE. Oh, look, that'll be incredible. It just won't work, obviously. I mean, if they're going to run a kilowatt or something, or whatever they're going to run... But what gets me... 500. 500. Why do I need such a monstrous meters? I think the meters is capable of about 2 kilowatts or something. Mm. But, you know, what gets me is if they wanted a, a meters for broadcast band, say, a kilowatt or 500 watts, mm. they could build one the size of, you know... Of yours. Well, that, or size of, say, a new model of one of Linz's base stations or something with a solid-state power supply and all this. Well, I suppose they could. Now, I don't see why they need to have a whole room full of fire brigade meters. But how is the branch getting the job to tune the tenors? The branch is in charge of the antenna, yes. I'd like to go down and have a look at that meters, anyhow, the fire brigade meters. Yes, it would be very interesting. I'd like to have a look too. They might they might have got rid of the fire brigade out of it and hear in the background of all their programs. Oh, I've said apparently the 30-second beep is just lying on the floor at the moment. Mm. They had some trouble finding it or something. So they might have, in all their missions, had this 30-second beeper. Right. You hear this is three beeper. <laughs> what I suppose would be a mechanical 30-second thing, like an old clock or something, grandfather clock with a... Like, like you, do you remember those traffic light things? No. With the hands on them? Oh! <laughs> they had them on the road down to Frankston. That's right. Ooh, that was the last place I ever saw one. Mm. Oh, good. You could sit there and watch them for hours. Yeah. Green. Yes, it's almost purple, red. And you'd see it coming up to the yellow and everyone's speaking. <laughs> That's why they took them out, of course. Because mm, it tempted people to speed through. I thought they were a very good idea. Mm, they were, really. They're a landmark. You mean they're gone now, have they? Mm. Oh, I think... No, I think they've actually left one there. Just for... Just for show. Yeah. yeah. But they were... They used to be the highlight of going down to Frank's. <laughs> That's right, they were, too. <laughs> you'd see these clock hands. Mm. You'd tell why how much you'd missed the traffic light or how much you'd... <laughs> Had to wait and all yeah. Mm. Mm. So the most amusing. Yeah, I thought they were very good, those traffic light things. Be good to have one in your backyard. But the 30 second beeper would be a good thing to have. Good to have one in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of pedestrian traffic. If it's in the I've driveway. Often, I've often like wanted to have a traffic light in my backyard for some reason. Oh yeah. Flashes red and the silvers is coming. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big sign up which says don't walk. You can have one at, at, in the start of your street so when you hear the silvers you have it on red so <laughs> no one can come down your street. Indefinitely. <laughs> we have an instant, a boom gate hidden in the tree. It's camouflage <laughs> tree colour. 
you see the, the color of the trunk of the tree, and you just press the button that lowers down to the ground. Oh, yes. To stop silvers from getting through. And there's all these pressure pads on the ground, so it's like at the airport, if you try and drive through it, all these bells and sirens go off, and it takes pictures of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and these security people come running out to find out well, what's going on. What's going on? I've often wondered what would happen if you did drive through one of those. Yes. Might break. Oh, the gate would break, yes. Balsa would gate. It would be good to have a 30 second beaver. <laughs> what for? Be just, just a good ripper. Yes. If you had it five, you could lower its timing to five minutes. But would that be to indicate that they were still listening to the missions? I think it was, yeah, to make sure that they still were listening on the right frequency. Hmm. What's happened to him? Oh, I see. This is my fault. What do you see? <laughs> Somebody who's just given me things. How do you know? Because your audio went off, then things came. Did it? It's my air conditioning in the studio. Did? <laughs> yeah. It had yeah, a break. The bell has made my mission spewed to. It has too. Well, that's odd. It does that. Maybe it's got something to do with the telephone. Anyway, <laughs> can you imagine in, the, in those trucks you'd hear beep all the time? It'd drive you potty after a while. It would. It would feel like ripping out the VKEN feeders <laughs> and throwing it on the ground. Because then, you know, when the house down the street burned, had to hear echo down the street from about ten fire trucks you hear. That's what they That's right. kept coming out. Distorted audio. Then you'd hear apparently a hoax call. Beep. And whenever you'd hear a fire truck go go somewhere, you'd immediately turn on the VK right. and you'd see where it was going. And of course, you could barely hear the, the fire truck. It must have been. It's on VHF. It must have been feedback from the speaker VHF, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how come? They could have done crossbands, but they never did. They used to always put it back over, but they could have had crossbands. Mm. Hang on. When they put it back to the fire truck, they used, the carrier was on all the time. They just turned their mic off. That's right. So maybe it was just a microphonic valve. And it did sound like that, the fire truck, like a, a valve rattling, didn't it? <laughs> In fact, I remember, I didn't know why you couldn't hear the fire yeah, truck. Yeah, I, I couldn't work that out either. But, oh, yeah, I obviously didn't know anything, because... It's on the, you know, there's a carry on there all the time. But, um, it wasn't fully noise quietening either, the carrier. Unfortunately, I didn't know enough about radio to be able to walk around and see how strong it was in various parts of Melbourne and that sort of thing. I know at the country you could always hear it, usually. Could you? Yeah. yeah. But what would have happened if 160 metres was, was on and they drove past the branch? They'd hear his sidebands when he's <laughs> saying S all the time. <laughs> Or else they had James Last on. I mean... <laughs> yes. Maybe that's why they changed. <laughs> that was, what was their frequency? Oh, it was about 1630 or 1640, wasn't it? Something oh, like yes, that. Oh, yeah, it's a fair no, way 1665. away. 1665. That's right. 1665. Because remember, Henry came on and said that one day. That's quite high, really, isn't it? Mm. Like some sievers covered it, some didn't. Yes, that's right. If you had a good sievers, it would go up that far. Yeah. 
Beep. The kitchen savers used to often be on that frequency. <laughs> Just for entertainment value. Well, they could hear it where all the fires were. Remember, there was a, there was a fire alarm where there used to be down the road from you, wasn't there? That's right, I bashed that one when the house burnt, when the, the house burnt down down the road. And you stood there. How long did you press the button for it? Did you keep pressing it? or Not very long. You just gave it a press and walked away? Yeah. Compressed, pressed it? I'd already rang them up, but I gave it a press just in case, just to make sure. <laughs> for the excitement of being able to press the button. Yeah. Because they got rid of those, because people used to run around pressing the button for hoax calls. I, I took, took, got a hammer and, or a pair of pliers, I think, and bashed it with a hammer <laughs> or something. Nothing goes click inside. Doesn't it? So you don't even know that it's giving tings That's at the right. other end. It's all rusty and, you know... I wonder if you could give tings with it. <laughs> you pressed it twice. I suppose they would have, they would have been gone to the central room. Yeah, the then you could hear... A certain person come on the central room after you pressed it twice and you'd say, Two. Sometimes you could hear when they're having coffee in the background, all these people talking. <laughs> and sometimes, you're just a carrier, then for a couple of seconds the mic would go That's on to hear right. people talking in the and background. <laughs> they must have leant on the key or something. It'd be good to go in there when they permanently wire it up. That's so all. <laughs> oh, I guess I better put out this fire call. He's done fires. Uh, calling car 64. I wonder if they listen to it. You know how broadcast engineers probably go around in their car listening to their own station yeah. to see that it's working. I wonder if they drive around on their way to work listening to the fire brigade. Well, I suppose, ask Henry whether he did. Hmm. Of course, I mean, I suppose it'd be an interest, wouldn't it? Oh, yes, the station's running well today. It's five and six. And at, at night, of course, there wouldn't be much of a program in case a disaster broke. And that's a br disaster broke off. Yes, it was pretty weak. Because you'd listen for hours at three o'clock in the morning. You could yeah. listen for hours and you just wouldn't hear anything. Just beep. <laughs> they used to do their checkout in the Sunday mornings too, I think, didn't they? They used to do it every morning. And you used to hear, minute 12, minute 13, <laughs> minute 14, minute 14. I will come back to that one. <laughs> Apparently a hoax call. Yes, I remember the one with a, somebody... At the, the fire alarm down the road, I heard the fire trucks, trucks racing off that way, so I turned on the sievers. They said, fire at the corner of Narrawong and whatever it was. Yeah. And then, after about two minutes, the drama was finished when you heard, concerning that fire at such and such, apparently a hoax call. Look, half of them were hoax calls! <laughs> Look, no wonder they moved it up. That's the main reason they moved it, I think, because mm. they're just getting too many hoaxes. People like things. Look, I suppose it. Ring up, instead of being able to ring up and hear the phone ring, they used to ring up and hear the announcements come over. Actually, they would have been better off to have a phone so that people could give tings and hear it over the missions and they wouldn't get so many hoaxes. Like, you have it Vox, so when the phone rang, you hear, hum, ring, ring. Like, apparently, a nuisance call. New, an annoyance effect that. And you hear a bloke in the background. Oh, it's sort of good. I'm in trouble all the time, here, Charlie. I know they used to have their main announcers. You used to always identify the voice was always the same, usually. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe it was just the microphone they used. <laughs> they should have had good announcers. They could have had BBC announcers. Thank you. Those would be to remind you that there's a fire at the corner of such and such. 
Thank you. You may return to your bases. Those will be all the announcements. Oh, hang on. There's another announcement here. Just hang on. Yes, a fire at the corner of such and such. Thank you. Those are all the announcements for today. The matter is exceptionally urgent. <laughs> Did you ever go past the Gwen Huntley fire station and hear the receivers blasting out? They have it blasting out from there, did they? Well, they used to sometimes call it the station. Oh. So, uh... They'd, look, that means the firemen, when they went out, they could... They just couldn't get away from it. Well, when they went... beefing away all, all day long. But it would have been good, because when they went down to the milk bar to get a coffee, they could have taken their little receivers and listened to it. That's right, they could have too. Actually, it's a pity that service is off because it was the last service to still be on medium wave. The police, that must have been terrible when the police oh. were on medium wave. Yeah. I can't remember that. Ever. It must have been quite a few years ago. Oh, it was. You see the old Mickey Mantle sometimes with police written yeah. at the end. Thank you. You'd have choice of the police, the fire brigade. I mean, I could listen to the police now, but I won't. No. Everybody's going... Actually, you can probably pick them up better now than when they were on um, medium wave. You can, actually. At least you can, can put mutes on. You can hear the other side of the conversation. If you've got a good Seavers. Well, if they're in the immediate vicinity, like when there was a chase down Glen Huntley Road one day, I turned on the VHF Seavers. Which I mean, there's nothing illegal. If you're, anyone's listening, thinking to themselves, oh, he's got an illegal Seavers. It's just a prestigious. Walk, you can walk into nearly every radio shop these days and they'll sell you a radio with a VHF band on it. Which anyway. just happens to cover the police band. Actually, it's got that written on it. Police. Mm. These Hong Kong Seavers. That's Seavers from Hong Kong. Mm. I'm sure they've got another band, frequency or band they use when they are doing something important. I don't think they have, actually. Just, they probably just changed to another frequency, mm. I guess. I think they have about six frequencies. Mm. Probably not meant to know that. Do they sound anything of interest? Is it worthwhile listening to on a Saturday night? Or something? It is, because you can hear about all the people that stick their heads in gas ovens and things. Do they ever get uptight, the, the announcers, or are no, they, they act smooth? No, sounds terribly... It sounds like being bored to death. When the cars report in, do you hear the background noise of people being murdered? No. <laughs> <laughs> they should have compressors on their mics so that you can hear all these brawls and... Because thought the best time was when I heard the 3UZ traffic reports live, which I did one day, just happened to be tuning across VHF, and you hear the 3UZ traffic report. No. So that was very good. So I could work out what frequency that was on. I know, you know, the... For future reference. Yes, the Elwood <laughs> Life Saving Club used to do bay reports. Mm. They're on, you know, two, two megs or somewhere around that. I know, so they haven't done that this year. I, know, I was always going to do get... missions on them. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out the 62 set and... Mm. So you hear in 3K Apparently... Apparently interfering missions. <laughs> Of course, the DJs are so stupid, they probably wouldn't have been able to make it, but... That's right. They probably would have said, some interference on the line. <laughs> yeah. Noise on the line is terrific. Yeah. Monday, they might have tuned to the wrong part, and all you'd hear for the report was just the bottle beacon, which isn't on anymore. Isn't that a pity? I don't know what's happened to it. I must go down and see if the pole's still there. I haven't been down to well, Maybe it's a seasonal thing. avoiding it. Yes, because you might meet a certain fat person who smokes a lot of cigarettes and has a, little, a room built onto the back of the house where they make UHF pro products. <laughs> mm. Yes. You no. might, might just be listening, you know. Well, we have... If he is, 
We haven't mentioned any names. Could he be, can. Could if be he one is, of, we could be one of one person. Hmm. <laughs> a world of two people, I suppose. One of two. Who could the other one be? Well, I mean, it would only be one person you're mm. referring to, mm. but there's usually another person who's always there as well. Yes. He's not quite the same, though. No, he's not fat. <laughs> and you go around the back, you get through that side way, and, oh, yes. and you walk into that, that funny, that old green door, that old wire <laughs> door, and you open it up, and in this room with all these, these digital things all blowing air that makes a racket like the thing in your room at the moment. Mm. And the, the three, I mean, the, the WWV Seavers. <laughs> Which is of no use at all. No. And what else have they got there? Spectrum Analyzers, they're good. But it doesn't work properly. Doesn't it? Ooh, we shouldn't have said that. All these sockets on the wall, we can plug things in and get things out of everywhere. You can Uncle Ugg things in. Big yours. You can Uncle Ugg things in. <laughs> That's right. Didn't Lindsay install some of them? No, uh, no, no, he didn't install those. What did he install? He installed uh, the phone. Oh, Lindsay's a PMG employee, yes, is he? Yes, yes, he works for Telecom Australia. Telecom Allawood. <laughs> He's installed the, the stand-up on a cell phone. <laughs> That's a one. Extension type. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was down there, it was last year, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the beginning of last year when they moved out the back. Where was he before? Oh, his shack. Mm. I used to be inside the house. That would have been very bad indeed. Yeah, but of course he wasn't, didn't have a business then. No. Not that he really got one now. Hmm. <laughs> I think, no, I don't, don't think, because I don't know, so I won't say anything. What were you going to say? <laughs> I'm not going to say it now. It's only half obvious who we're talking oh, about. No. <laughs> Anyone's ever been there, I mean... It's Ridiculous. Then there's the cupboard with all those old cupboards. <laughs> what is that like? You go in. He's like, you'd like an MR6? Right, I'll open this cupboard. And they all fall out the floor. <laughs> they all just pile up upside down. And they've never got, half of them haven't got microphones. <laughs> or oh, there's a bubble eye missing off the front of the MR6. <laughs> he pulls one out, and of course he, he sees there's no mic on it, so he quickly throws, throws it to the it bottom. Oh, this is a real good one, and he opens it up, and there's no valves in it. And he says, "Oh well." Uh. Well, we find a few around the place. So it looks in this box for cracked valves. Let's go up that cupboard with all the wrecked car phones. <laughs> it's obviously where your car phone came from. No, it wasn't actually. Well, yours was up in the top, wasn't mm, it? Mine was a special one that used to listen all the time. It was his own. George phone. <laughs> well, if it isn't half obvious now. Said he been a long time. <laughs> yes, it has. It's been a year since you last saw him. That was when you got ripped. I mean, uh, got <laughs> that fantastic value of the MR6. That's right. I just wanted an MR6, so I went down to him, got ripped off at least. Look, if I had bought one unconverted, I would never have been able to convert it. <laughs> 
but at least he... Well, I had to convert. In fact, there was an article on how to convert them. Yeah. I must admit, that one of mine worked quite well, just I never use it. Mm. It sieves well, it admits reasonably. It had a few problems, and you rang him up one day. Oh, that's right. Got him annoyed because he had to do about three hours' work. Look, I walked down there, and he he, he just pulling resistors out and sticking new ones in, and making excuses why it wasn't working, and sweating like a pig, <laughs> and smoking a million cigarettes, and moving around on his fat chair, and... <laughs> All these little clip lead things that you pressed made they clip he's clipping them everywhere. Then he'd, he'd hook it up to his tenors and he'd hear the signal blasting out of his car phone and he'd just all you hear on mine is crackle. Oh that's very good, that that's coming through well. To go, Oh well, you know oh no no, the antenna on this one isn't isn't quite the same and say, Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Then, then he then he calls somebody up for a test and say, oh, look, George, you, you're coming through very poorly. And he goes, oh, yeah, well, well. <laughs> that happened. Remember when I went to buy it? That's right. <laughs> this bloke says he's he can... spewing because he says, oh, that's hopeless, George. It's terrible. Oh, I've never heard anything as bad as something. It's really bad. And George is sitting there going, hmm, yeah, hmm. He, he's probably usually got prearranged people to say that's coming through fantastic. Like he probably says a code word, you know, so they know he's testing a, a rig he's selling. <laughs> and a lot I of wonder if the man <laughs> He probably does. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny these people rip, rip off selling ham gear. Because most hams are so stupid. But that's quite hilarious, I must admit, the, uh, that, 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 that place. The HF place. Was the old times Marconi signal generator? Yeah. He's got enough test equipment that doesn't work. Mm. And um, the frequency counter that looks like a lift indicator. <laughs> and, and all night it's going... <laughs> just indicating random numbers. There must be a mechanical thing. It's half mechanical frequency. It's, it's got about 300 valves. That's Imagine right. if one resistor went. Oh, I'd hate... Look, I couldn't stand anything like that because I'd... One of my resistors are just gone, but they'd be so hard to fix. <laughs> They're measuring all these funny frequencies. He's got a big fan in the back blowing them cool. He's got to have a big fan <laughs> to it. Makes a hell of a racket. Mm. And that power supply underneath the bench. Oh, yes, yes. That's such a hilarious there. Their little room. He got a lot of tenors though. He's got a dish tennis, hasn't he? Has he? Mm. Is that what he eats his breakfast off? <laughs> what frequency is it? But you wouldn't want to point it at your face while you're eating your breakfast off. <laughs> Actually, if you had an egg, wanted to have an egg for breakfast, <laughs> you could put it in the dish and turn it on. <laughs> have missions at the same time. He said you'd have to have a Teflon-coated microwave dish or else it would stick. <laughs> Then you'd have a rotten egg. <laughs> Little laugh. Which is one thing that Mitter uh, didn't like that. What you could do, <laughs> I must stick a pasty in my tank coil and see if it cooks after a, a crossband. Pasty? Well, I can't stand pasties. This must be one of the most revolting inventions. We talk about chico rolls being bad. Do you like pies? Yeah, I like pies. I can't stand pasties. All the revolting vegetable stuff inside. You don't like them. Oh. I like them better than pies, actually. It looks like somebody's yes. already had a pasty. <laughs> Harpo. But I like pies. 
I had a nice pie today. Oh, yes. Freezer. It, it was just your usual kind of pie. Oh, yes. You had to melt the icicles off it, did you? Um, no, it didn't have any ice on it, actually. It hadn't been in there long since it came from the place with the pipe music down the road. Pipe music? Which place is this? I've, I only go to the fish and chip shop where they've got the clock that goes... Here is a news flash. <laughs> the clock is again working. It's back going again. <laughs> By popular demand, the clock is working. Is it, is it making dumb noises? Apparently the buzz is as bad as it's ever been. Ah. Glenn Huntley landmarks, the buzzing clock. It used to be on the wall on the east side, but it's been pulled off and put on the new wall. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I see what you mean. You mean it used to be on the brick wall? Yeah, on the tiled wall. Yeah, that's right, I remember that. Now mm. it's on the wooden wall. Mm. It's been that way for a while. Oh, a long time, yeah. The buzzing clock. Yeah, that's been buzzing for years. You think it would buzz itself to bits, wouldn't it? But it stopped. I wonder how it stopped. Maybe they couldn't stand the buzzing anymore. Could be. Uh, obviously a lot of people just don't care about noises like that. Buzzing clocks. Hmm. Maybe there's a bee trapped inside. <laughs> Certainly been living for a while. Mm -hmm. They do cook good fish there, though, and chips. Very crisp. They do actually. Very nice indeed. Since I've had, since it's under new management, and the yeah. bloke comes up to you goes, "Hello." Nice <laughs> weather we have been having, no? That's right, yeah. You say, has it? Oh, oh, you say it has. No, I won't knock. Because we'll have our baby ringing us up. Hmm. No, quite a good shop. It is. Yeah, the buzzing electric clock. And you can go in next door to Mr. Mr. C. Mr. C. Where you can pick up your free copy of the Cheap and nasty published TV guide. Oh, yes. We can go to the Kinsellers on the corner. That's right, you can too. Where they've, they used to have advertisements there and used to see them put up the advertisements every week. In the Kinsella shop? Oh, near that brick wall that faces out. Oh, yeah. Mm. But now they've put up their own sign there and it says post no bills. Oh. Or bill posters prosecuted. Mm. I don't know why they want to catch this bill posters, but they must right. have done a fairly bad thing some stage in his life. Yeah, we know those those consellers. Do you? Hmm. Personally. They haven't always been there, have no, they? No, no, they've only been there the last couple of years. That's what I thought. I can't remember who was there before. But you go in there you see the Spencer Davis washing machine thing. With the big... With all the dials. It's a, it looks like a mitter, it a big mitter. <laughs> it's got this big window. Meters and things. Steam meters. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite good that, and that press thing, yes, that's like a big waffle line. <laughs> and I, I like the smell in the tetracarbon tetrachloride smell or something. What it is, whatever. And it's going in all their plastic bags and 
coat hanger tenors putting in your car radio. <laughs> you know how ridiculous the way these people have car coat hangers in their tenors? They must think of their tune to resonance. Yes. If you like listening to fine music, you get the long coat hangers. If you'd like to listen to... to the, the, that station that I personally don't have much time yes. for... You have a shorter... You have a shorter tenors. Mm. If you like listening to 160, you have an even shorter tenors. Yes. Now that's quite good, those um, car, um, clothes hanger tenors. They, they work very well indeed. And some regrets. Yes. Look, I, I, knew, I know another way to get people, instead of people giving things, best if they write, because then they can't annoy you. But it costs so much to write. It's such a pain to have to sit down and write letters. It is, isn't it? And you always invariably leave something out. Yeah, I had letters. It's not quite the same. I couldn't stand doing teletype. There'd be no fun. Teletype? Oh, I see, yes. I mean, it's not radio at all. It's typing. It's typing. Type faster than the machine. I wonder what happens if you try that. It's probably all jams or something. Yeah. At least you wouldn't get feedback. Or you might get letters. How would you get feedback? It might get... You hit a, a, the letter E... And it just keeps on printing out E's. It doesn't stop. <laughs> RF feedback into the teletype. No, if you did get RF back into the circuits, you would get some sort of feedback. It'd just keep transmitting feedback random numbers, I guess. Mm. Have you ever tried to wreck a computer? I mean, not wreck it. <laughs> like a peg phone? No. Well, you can confuse the computer. You ring it up. Yeah. You know how these places have time-sharing computers mm-hmm. and you ring up this number and you get onto a computer through a terminal at your your, your home QTH. Oh, yes. You just ring it up for a normal phone mm-hmm. and you start giving it beeping noises. What do you mean you can ring it up any time? Well, it, yeah, I could do it. I'll do it now. Okay. Um, let me think of the phone number. It's been a while since I've done it. No, I've forgotten because I changed it. Well, what happens when you ring it up? Well, it just goes beep, and you're meant to push a button on the computer terminal to let you get into the system. I mean, you, it doesn't really work unless you've got a terminal. Oh, no, but what you do is you, you, you sort of make beeping noises at it up and down the spectrum, and you hit this frequency, and obviously it does something to it, because the tone goes off and starts sending out all these tones back to you, and you're thoroughly confused by playing some music down there or something. <laughs> and it's sending out all these tones, it can't make of it. And in the end, it just hangs up on you and gets sick of waiting. Poor, poor, poor computer. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Must be quite hilarious. I've got the phone number written down here somewhere. Because we have to do it from school, you see. Oh, yes. You we can't do it from to. here. Oh, you can do it from a normal phone. Yeah? Mm. I've done it from here. That's how I did it. Mm. Time check, thank you. Time check. Sixteen minutes to four. Still very early, isn't it? <laughs> early? I suppose it is. Let's better check the logs. Righto. Stand by three. Yeah, we're two-thirds of the way through. <laughs> that noise in your mission sounds like, the, you know, when they have their polo mission, this sort of... Polo? M- 
the Apollo, you know, oh, moon mission. Sounds Usually. like. No, that you know that record I've got. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they must have done something to it because it does sound quite intelligible. Does it? I think they must have put it through a filter and. Or when, when you hear it off a TV, uh, it's just just sounds so tinny and un yeah. unintelligible. It's not just. It's just. It's a hundred percent distortion almost. It sounds like sideband unresolved. It gets me how they couldn't just make a better missions on sound if they you can send a picture. Band missions. So when when the bloke put his foot in the moon, yeah. you got <laughs> thump. Large, there's, there's no air. Oh. No. That's the point. But no, you can hear while he's climbing down, you hear clang, clang, clang <laughs> on the machine. Then you hear this, like when you put your foot in sand no, here. I like have an effects operator. Master effects operator inside the cabin. <laughs> so when you put his foot on the moon, you see this thumb. He played a spot that says "footsteps on moon" with his crunch. <laughs> then, because he pulls some more cartridges out of his handbag, <laughs> with different sound effects, <laughs> and plays them. Uh, yes, when he's saluting the, the American flag that they stick in the moon. They play the national anthem. They have, they have get out the spotmaster cash. <laughs> Because <laughs> the moon man would have to give him cues, you know. Then when they drive yes, away on the... Go on. Yes, they'd have, have the moon director, moon moon supervisor, come along and give cues. Five, four, three, two, one. And the astronaut in the capsule would press the, the spot button. And of course, when the, the moon buggy drives away, you have the sound of a car starting up <laughs> driving down to the road. Mm. <laughs> it's amazing they didn't bother putting sound effects in those things because it's completely dead atmosphere. You know, you should hear. I think their voice was on Vox or something. It was. But it seemed that way. And often you got crackles like my mitter. Do you get these crackles well, and they I, couldn't I understand think, it? I think that was mainly on Earth, actually. Was it? One of that stuff. Mm. Because it sounded like a trunk line getting crackles. Yeah. <laughs> you'd hear it go crackle, crackle, and he's going, well, what's going on? But um, they must have had little mitters in their little suits. Mm. I wonder where the tenors were. I wonder what frequency it would have been good to pick them up direct from the moon. Apparently a few people tried that and they could at times hear them. Really? Is this so their bad. beam, their beam they were sending down to Earth, was it? Um, or just them between each other on their moon set suits? I suppose they had ten sets in their, those big bulky suits. That's probably what it was all at the back. You'd think it was all air stuff. It's yeah. not. It's all ten set. Number ten set. <laughs> it sounded about as bad as a ten set. Drifting and... Mm. Could it be bad on the moon? You'd have to... Everyone would have to be licensed amateurs because you couldn't talk to anyone without... And you couldn't run away from Mr. S <laughs> very quickly because you can't run as fast. You can run twice as fast, though. No, you can't. Yes, yeah, there's, no, there's no gravity much to happen. Less, less gravity. One-fifth. I suppose you couldn't take you couldn't take the same kind of steps. You'd have to take longer steps yeah. or something. But um, of course, to talk to somebody if who wasn't in the same room or in the same suit, you'd have to use emissions. <laughs> Look, it would have been hilarious to take a, the eavesdropper up and see if you could hear the branch up there. <laughs> if you took up a VHF receivers, you'd have a ball. You'd be able to hear all the world and it turns around. Mm. I wonder how HF and medium wave would go.
Actually, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't hear anything. Be at all. How high up is the ionosphere? It's only 120 miles or something. Yeah. No, you wouldn't hear anything. Why not? Because the moon's 240,000 miles. What do you mean, VHF? Mm, an HF wouldn't be that good. Hang on. What penetrates? No. No, 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 that's right. The VHF, VHF doesn't get reflected. The oh, VHF you'd hear, but yes. you wouldn't hear HF because it would be bounced off for most right. of it. Yeah. But huh. be, you could probably hear Luxembourg. <laughs> Take up a long way to see if put a tennis around the moon. <laughs> String of tennis on the moon. And then they could have a moon beacon that goes M-O-N, M-O-N. <laughs> when approaching moon, notify me. Yes, on first contact with moon tower, <laughs> notify receipt of information M. <laughs> That's every time a spacecraft goes there. Mm. Yes, that would be quite hilarious, wouldn't it? <laughs> moon beacon. You know when Neil Armstrong landed, walked on the moon, no doubt you saw that. Yeah. Could you really see that very well? No, the camera jerked it, it and you so didn't bad. see his foot. Look, it was so bad. <laughs> you couldn't... It, it was to, but totally boring after an hour, because all you saw was this outside picture. All blurry. All blurred and wrecked and buzzing <laughs> up. And this unintelligible tinny voice coming out of the speaker. You got sick of it after an hour, because nothing was happening. Then the hatch opens, and they're all going, Oh, the hatch is opened, oh. <laughs> it'd be like a Harry Bartzell football panel, all these blokes discussing the, you know, how many feet the moon pods got in the most of the stuff. It's quite hilarious. And then, um, because as he's walking out, when he says one, you know, says that saying... <laughs> he couldn't even understand. Look, there's a big crackle there, the missus arced over or something. Because <laughs> they must have re-enacted it. With the voice, because now it sounds okay, but uh, um, the original ones you could hardly understand it. Then you couldn't really see his foot go on the ground. It was sort of you only see his knee. <laughs> it would have been hilarious if you if you had to fall him off. <laughs> Clouds of dust, and he might have said a word that needed censoring. Yes, he could have. Did they have a delay, or was it direct? I mean, if the bloke had have stubbed his toe or something, and <laughs> with the great big moon boots on, <laughs> stubbed. <it. laughs> mm. Maroon. No, it wasn't the light, I don't think. So if you said anything, you could hear all echoes, though. Yeah, that was because the landlines. Mm. Look, that signal would have been so messed around with <laughs> through a million wires. You could give tings to the moon. <laughs> they, the first telephone on the moon, they opened a telephone <laughs> booth. Because you couldn't hear it ring, though. There's no atmosphere. You'd see this clapper in the bell. <laughs> <laughs> they did have one of those old phones with you could see the bell, so you could see if it was ringing. That's right. Of course, they had that red light on there, which flashed. Flash away, mate. Flash away. <laughs> what about... Um, on the moon, a bit hard to have a microphone because there'd be no. Mm. You couldn't use a pressure-sensitive or velocity-sensitive one. You have to use one of those throat microphones that makes you choke. <laughs> hey, I'll put this on my throat. See what it sounds like. <laughs> I'll put. What can I do? I'll put. Hang on. See if this comes through. 
this is special throat missions that sound okay. <laughs> Yes, you can hear it. Does it sound like a throat, does it? Yes, it does. Okay. Can you do it to you or see what it sounds like? Mm -hmm. Do a throat mission as well. I'll see if I can pick it up. <laughs> Get oh, yes. back. Hello, one, two, three, this is a throat mission. Let's <laughs> put it back on the stand. Actually, some people use them in their car to go mobile. I know. Look, they say, Oh yes, I've got a telephone <laughs> operators. A spit catcher thing. And this driver and looking like the, the Lily Miss Miss Tomlin from the telephone company or something. <laughs> you feel like an idiot driving down to a shopping centre. There's all these people looking at you because you're sitting there wearing a headphone like a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> talking down the spit thing. Yeah, they'd be quite incredible those things, wouldn't they? Actually, you know when when he landed on the moon yes. and said that that small step for mankind, they should have had a spot then, I think. Which said what? Which said just that. Oh, like, it's cued, yeah. Well, they play it from down below, they have a chapel record. It's, you see him, it's got a chapel record for moon missions. <coughs> Track one, you know, landing on the moon and... Anyway, you hear, you see him walking down, oh yeah, Armstrong's about to land on the moon, and you hear, crackle, 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 as the record comes on, one small step for man, one great leap forward for mankind. Click, click. Kind. 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 <laughs> kind. <laughs> 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 or, he's climbing down the stairs, and you hear, one, 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 one small step, Then you hear one small step for man. Then you hear, oh, we've, we've wrecked it. We'll have to do it again. And you hear Q. Armstrong climbed back up the ladder. Yeah. Run out arms, you will have to do it again. Effects man wasn't quite quick enough. Yes, yes, we have the effects written now. Right <laughs> Um, baby. <laughs> Look, we better see you here. There'll be a lot of listeners tonight because of the holiday tomorrow, unfortunately. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's too late now. You know, I rate these cross bands. I've got A, which is straight, mm -hmm. B, which is a normal sort of cross band, C, which is a little bit hairy, <coughs> and D should only be played to. Very late night audience. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, here you have they, they cue up the sound of the. The <coughs> footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> It would be bad if the spotmaster didn't queue up. Well, you also hear it wow in. Well, you hear. Yeah. Well, it's all muffled. <laughs> yes, the head's going all over the head here. This is one fool. Man called. 
They had a whole pile of spots. He said, now listen, <laughs> listen, Arb, at 09950 hours on the 23rd, you'll, this one will be played in your queue will be stepping on the moon with your fat, flat foot <laughs> and all this sort of thing. And when you're in the cabin and you've got to say, you know, um, wow, folks, it's great to hear from you now, man. You know, he's, we'll play this one. Because he gets some, somebody, they get all the cartridges mixed up and when he's putting his foot in the moon, it says, well, it's yes, good to hear. return to Earth. <laughs> you would hear the, the, the comment then you hear you're listening to the greater Apollo, and then suddenly goes, <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Oh, the, the spot master, he's got six cuts in it, and it doesn't spot. And it goes, one small step for man, one, and blah, blah. Then it goes, oh, we know, <laughs> whatever. Right. Then. They've got to buy our quarters in there, because there's no spot master. <laughs> Just and, keeps going. And you hear, he, hasn't, he didn't realise that it had a, a, a beginning announcement on the tape, and you hear, Three cuts for Apollo 11. <laughs> First cut, landing on the moon. <laughs> and of course, you go through the whole of the, the dramatic cuts in about half a minute sort of thing. You've got nothing left to say. Mm. No, I, just, I think that'd be mm. hilarious if this chapel record at the end got kind. <laughs> and then it went, goes... Chapel record for moon landings only. That's a stupid idea, but still, it's quite <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and when it's re-entering Earth, you could have sound effects of the place on fire or something. <laughs> and you could have fire engine noises, and you hear... Apparently a hoax call. <laughs> you have VK-8 in the background. <laughs> and you... <laughs> they must have come from, um... Well, it was VK8, I wouldn't know. Yeah, VK8, what, VK80N? <laughs> that's, in, that's in Northern Territory, isn't it? Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me, after all that laughing. Well, they use VK, I wouldn't know. But anyway, they have spots and all those things. Maybe they had spots at the fire brigade. Spot announcements. Apparently, yeah, a powerful hope for... <laughs> You hear beep, apparently. <laughs> you hear two beeps, actually. You hear beep, beep. You hear beep, beep. Hmm. Wouldn't it be good to reverse the connections of the head around and you hear beep and no announcement? What frequency are those beeps? I don't know. About 3kc. There is a filter in a pot core filter. Hmm. So it doesn't... Um, to the other channel. And also so it doesn't... <coughs> Music and so forth won't uh, send oh, I see. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It is a good idea, the self-queuing system. You can listen to 3OK and at the end of each track you hear, all the tape hits stops and then you hear beep, mm. and the next track starts. What else could they use spots mm. for? Um, Flinders Street announcements. Well, I do almost. They do, don't they? In one, one booth. They've got spots. Have they? Yeah. I didn't know that. One of them's got a, a, a female voice, and it's it's a, an all on spot. It's a Glen Waverley line. 
Are you joking? No, it's been there for a year or so. Hmm. New idea. Actually, I wonder if they've got a Bill Ikes there because there would be some situations that couldn't be covered on spots. <laughs> Actually, it sounds a bit like, thank you. Maybe she got the contract. I'm looking for an announcer with previous experience. Hmm. I wonder if there's very much noise on platform one now. <laughs> and it's here on the speaker. We've had a message from Donald's Careware. <laughs> <laughs> a shop at the corner of Glen Huntley and Bourne Road. Now, if you've lost your bag, this is where it could be. <laughs> so be... <clears throat> be more careful next time. <laughs> the shop taker took it in. <coughs> now, will these boys see me at the office of the... Could, could these girls come and see me at the window in the general office? Now, don't come to me. Come to the window in the general office. Thank you. Those will be all the announcements for today. Then you hear clonk, 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 and sort of office noises. Oh, and hold on, there's another one here. Mm. I suppose everyone did, did come to her, not to the office, and the, the window in the general office. <laughs> what was it good? You'd go down to the general office when they were making announcements. Yeah. And because they'd have to open up the windows, those roly-poly roly -poly windows, mm -hmm. and they'd hear it all rumble. One small step for man, one giant leap forward for mankind. Kind. <laughs> we'll try that again. One, 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 one. One, 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 one. Ooh, small step for man. What goes? One small step for Well, it might jump the first track and it goes. One small step for mankind. <laughs> Pop in it. One click, small click. <laughs> yeah. mm. Oh, they played the wrong side. Goes, thank you. Those. No, you'd hear. Thank you. Those will be you. Then you hear all these chewy noises. Step for mankind. <laughs> you know what is interesting? I recorded a record of yours, that, that rock thing with all the stereo. Yeah. Now, when you listen to that up, to that when it finishes, you can hear us talking in the background. What? Apparently the pickup on the that wooden resonant box on the HK turntable. Picks it up. Yeah, you can't understand it, it just sounds all boomy, mm. but you can hear laughing and all sort of garbage <laughs> carry on. It's quite interesting. I've tried to make out what we were saying, but uh, who knows? I can have a guess. What was it? Probably comments about you know who. Yeah, probably. Because <coughs> they've got my sheet now at, at, at the Lennox. They never gave that back to me. I wonder if they've copied Which, it. What was that? Which type was the sheet? You know that code sheet. <coughs> oh yeah. I never got that back. You should ask for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you worked out which type they didn't give you back. I haven't. No. Mm. What is hilarious, that, um, you know, when the bloke had a look at that sheet, they looked at it, all three of them looked at the thing, you know. <laughs> God, 
you know, more has got a program rating. Play, play, Sasha. <laughs> <Just> play. <laughs> <clears throat> Hang on. What's going on? What is going on? You know how I said my phone often doesn't hang up when you pull it on the hook? Mm. Have a listen to this. Oh, somebody's been trying to ring you, have they? No, they make that sound after a while when you don't let, hang them up. Yeah, somebody's trying to ring you. Yeah. And they put, that's the blower. It's not blowing very well. <laughs> my phone is wrecked. What do they call the blower? Oh, what they call it, the beaker or something. Could you, could you give me things to see if it's hung up? <laughs> Only very quick things. Right, thank you. Good. Yeah. So Apparently... There must have been somebody complaining. I read um, in the EA or something, mm -hmm. you know, when they, they've, they, they can see that the phone's been off the hook for a while, they send the blower through. Mm. When there's no response, they, they connect the earphones across to see what's going on. Because <laughs> they can eavesdrop into the house then. That's <laughs> not very good at all. In many respects. Not really. <laughs> the blower. There must be... It's the amazing. Blower. I wonder how that name came about. Well, it does blow a lot. It certainly sends a lot of power down the phone. No, but, you know, <laughs> calling the phone the blower. Or oh. get on the blower. That's what the cock always is. Yeah, yeah, he does too, yeah. The blower. Oh, a lot of people call blowers, things like that. Mm. Quite interesting, really, isn't it? I'm going to have to rewind that tape and play here. So <coughs> <I see. coughs> mm. Yeah, it's quite hilarious that business about the the spots on the moon. And they could have a video quarters there with instant video discreetly playing. <laughs> well, you know, picture quality is so bad from outside, they have a simulated demonstration of landing, putting the first foot on the moon. You see this really fuzzy picture you can hardly make of it, and all of a sudden it's this perfectly clear picture of this foot, <laughs> this moon, moon foot with all these corrugations <laughs> yeah. landing on the moon. That's when they had a lot of corrugations on their shoes. Mm. They look quite good actually, rather large spacesuits. <clears throat> yeah. love to get into one just to see what it's like. Yeah. Must be pretty, I don't know, a bit heavy, but must have been very uncomfortable. Yes. Must have got pretty hot. Well, they had air conditioning. That was all the stuff on the back. That's right. It was actually an air conditioning unit on the back. <laughs> in a hot day, you walk down the street in your spacesuit. Should swim in it too, I guess. Hmm. Should be watertight. Yeah. So you could do missions from under the Caulfield pool. <laughs> Has anyone ever done that? Missions from underwater? How would they get out? Not very well, I'd imagine. You'd have to use long wave. Hmm. Very long wave. Tidal wave. What you could do, you'd, you'd take a, a portable thing and you'd go, well, I'm on top of the high tower, I'm just jumping down. 
is um, at the three metre diving board, the Corville Pool. Then he can have missions while they're going down and he gets plush. Then they'd all get zapped and go off, I guess. Mm. What you could do, you'd have to have a, a coax from the mitters going up to a tenner's above water. Yes. You know the ten sets are waterproof. Are they? Yeah. Have you thrown one in the bath or something? No. But they've got... You should try and drown it one day. All, all the knobs have got to go through, through glands to stop water getting through. Surely where the battery compartment is, it would get through there somehow. It doesn't matter if the battery compartment, it's a it's rubber sealed. If it does get full, the battery compartment, it's a complete sealed socket that goes between the battery compartment and the emitters. What happens if the operator gets full? Well, I suppose a bit... Then you have bad missions. Yes, super bad what missions. What happens around the corner from here? Yes. Right. Incoherent missions. Oh, there's a guy in there. Oh, I don't like to brag, but uh, look, I think I'm pretty sensible in this respect. I mean, I mean, uh, I uh, uh, hmm. wonder if he has to go to work today. Let's hope he does. Oh, we'll be going off soon. You can tune into the Mr. E shortly to carry through. Yes, Charlie. Listen to Good Morning Music with Peter. Morning boredom. Hmm. At least it's not as bad as Arch McCurdy. No, no, it's not. Arch McDermott. Arch McCurdy. Is that a C or a T? I don't know. Anyway, what further comments now to make to come up with some other interesting missions? Hmm. What's he have to do tomorrow? Don't know. I'm going to get up at 9.30. <coughs> How come? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to have breakfast. Town, go have breakfast. <coughs> go where? Mm, town. But nothing will be open. Where I'm going it will be. You're going to see pictures? Yes. You see so many. I don't. You do. Look, I haven't. I've only seen one in the last two years. When do what you... was that? The bilge pump program? <laughs> bilge. The handle of bilge floating at the bottom of the pipe. You're climbing up this steamy pipe with all this oh. hot water. I don't know how it got hot, but it was just there for effect, I think. Yeah. All this bilge water below them, and they had to climb up. And the a, bloke a fell, off the, fell off the big tap into the bilge water. <laughs> all with flames leaping out of the bilge. That's right, the word, too. <laughs> and all the... It was all swirling around and everything. Yeah, there must be motors revving in there or something. <laughs> must have been, they must have had all these mixmasters in there. Yeah. Away. Did they show the road? They did show the radio room when the wave came in and knocked all the equipment the off glass. the table. You saw the glass broke in the window and all the waves came in because <laughs> you heard the waves start to use that six-letter word which you better not use. Yes. And um, <laughs> yes. Five letter word. All I think. equipments. No, six. Six. All the equipments fell on the floor. Wrecked. Yeah. Yeah, all their Collins equipment's probably. Mm, no doubt, on a real ship, that's what it will do. Oh, look, in that film I saw the other day, the the shark one. Yeah. For a, for emitters. Yeah. Guess what they had? They couldn't guess. A signal generator, like the one the branches got, one of those leader signal oh. generators, just sitting there. Look, the things they use for emitters. the branch. Mm. You know, they they talk down a Hanoi microphone that's connected to a to a you know a loudspeaker or something. 
They must have a whole storage of cardboard mitters or stuff that passes <laughs> off. Because a signal generator does look like good mitters. It does, yeah. <coughs> I mean, they could show a picture of a, you know, something sophisticated and it wouldn't have the appeal. Mm. A number 22 set looked like a good mitters for army movies. I saw this movie once, <clears throat> there was this DJ in America, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and he had his program and all sorts of jazz, and when the manager went out, he thought he'd get more listeners. So on the big mitters, he went to the mitters room, it looked like my mitters, you know, mm-hmm. and it had a knob in the middle that says, power, you know, le- more or less sort of thing. <laughs> and he turns it right up, and he turns it right oh. up, and all the meters go over and start to bang on the sides and all this. Anyway, he goes into his room, and there's a map of, you know, the USA, and there's a, a you know, a, a, a penciled um, uh, circumference to see mm. where the coverage mm. is. So he rubs it off with a rubber and puts one about ten times bigger around, and he goes, oh, I've got ten million listeners. And he starts to talk, but apparently this extra power from the meters went into some swamp, and some monster that had been sleeping there for 20 million years woke up and, oh. and went and ate up all these people in the town, and he's in the, doing his program, and this alligator thing sort of breaks through the window and <laughs> knocks all his records on the floor. <laughs> and, of course, there's someone... The, someone's driving along in the car, you see, and they're mm-hmm. listening to this mission, so it just sort of goes off, and you hear alligator noises. <laughs> It just goes dead. Then, of course, all they call in the state guard, and that's, just, that's how it sort of finished. Nice, yeah. Quite a laugh. <laughs> you can imagine the branch talking to John Adcock. <laughs> this alligator <laughs> breaks in the window. Did you hear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, an alligator just walked in. Oh. I hope he doesn't beat me. I hope he doesn't sit in the equipment and after the shock. <laughs> Like the cat. Yeah. Is he here? No, but not going too far. <laughs> he, look, I'd he say he probably is listening. If he's not on, I should say the chances of the branch listening are very great. <laughs> oh, we won't go any further with that conversation. Because the Ed Cock will be going, Harlow, Harlow, there seems to be an alligator in my, in my trapeze room. <clears throat> Get out, would you? Just get out. <laughs> now look, go away. Now mummy will look out of there. Go away. <laughs> I wish this alligator would go away. It's messing up the modulation on the crow with its roaring noises. <laughs> then you can have Uncle Uncle. I mean, yeah. No. <laughs> now get it, slam. <laughs> Sorry about that, Tony. We had some problems there with the alligator. <laughs> Started to eat into the, all the equipment. Now what's it doing? <laughs> oh, it's ripping down the tent. <laughs> if I go off suddenly... <laughs> mm, yes, anyway. Then... Uncle Oak's place. <laughs> hello, the, they say, hello, one, two, three. Hello, they're all... We seem to have an extra person here. Oh, it's all green and slimy. <laughs> I'm a spin alligator. <laughs> I'll turn down the ga- game so you can't hear it. <laughs> 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 the 
in the good Charlie. Oh, this alligator's digging up my back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> ripped out. Oh, Lynn, Lynn, this, uh, this alligator came along to this morning and started to eat up my magnolia tree. <laughs> Friend in the north, there. <laughs> you hear, um, some of this alligator walks through the house. <laughs> and here, what's going on? Ah, uh, look, uh, look, alligator. It goes two, three, two, <laughs> four legs. Is it a, who is it? Is it anybody or? <clears throat> Wonder if it is anything. <laughs> I know, it's a raw, raw, obviously a false alarm. <laughs> 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 Who else is there if not to death? Clem. <laughs> I don't know oh, he. Oh, <laughs> I must be having too much to drink. Oh. Looks like an alligator just walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you hear the time Clem, Clem's wife came in and had a spew? Yeah, and he went off for about two hours. <laughs> I think she said some four-letter word which she didn't mean to go over. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was funny. It must nobody, have been. Nobody's got any recordings of that, unfortunately. Uh, just like when alligators are walking. <clears throat> Who else is there? They've gone through most of the characters. I, uh... Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yes, well, it would appear there's an alligator's walked in the door. <laughs> Let's see mm. what... What do you got to say, alligator? And you'd stick there, like, the mic up the alligator's nose, and you'd hear... Then you hear his fish come in. Yeah, there's an alligator in the lounge room, there's an alligator in the kitchen. Your father's trying to sleep in his alligator. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mum. It's somebody playing a joke. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I could have continued with the branch, but... <laughs> he would have been the best one to continue with. <laughs> oh, yes. Tony. What's all these alligators doing? <laughs> Tony. <laughs> no, I went to pursue that one. Who else is there? But, um, um, let me think. Let's see if the alligator walked into the egg. Into LVs, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, into Lynn's. Looks a bit like you, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh, what a laugh. This must be a pretty snappy sort of day. <laughs> um, did you... Uh, did you see the alligator walking right there? Yes, I saw it all. <laughs> just, the, just the animal to do it, too. Doubling, doubling and tripling the alligators. Doubling and tripling the scales? Triple length tail for extra bash. <laughs>
Next thing they'll make movies about alligators coming in. You know, it'll be called Tails. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, mate, if mate, you want to walk in here. Mate, how dare you walk in here, mate? And <clears throat> yes, I believe this is starting to get a bit silly. I'll just have a look, make sure this didn't get logged. Yes, I hope it didn't. I think it's finished. Good. Quite a few minutes. <clears throat> Let's say it's still going round. <laughs> so that'll be 